everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast and happy Taco Tuesday to you or whatever day you're listening to this. You can still have tacos any day of the week, even if it's not Tuesday. You're welcome. There's your permission. <laughs> Alrighty, before I go babbling on about ridiculous things, I have one thing that I want to share with you before we jump into the taco of the week. It is the fact that if you have been really working towards a goal, maybe you have a big event coming, whether it's game day, whether it's even something like mentally, like maybe you have a big presentation or speech or something to give, whatever that is for you, go back if you haven't already and listen to last week's podcast. I remember pressing stop on last week's podcast and just being like, whoa, that was probably one of the best episodes that I've recorded in a while. And it just really flew off the tongue nicely. And I felt, I just felt really good giving everything that I had to you guys to help you prepare for those big moments in your life. So if that is a season of life that you're in, go check it out and listen to it. Listen to it again if you've already listened to it, right? And you feel like it helped you. Um, There's something that you might hear new this time around that maybe you didn't hear the first time around. I do this stuff all the time with podcasts that I've loved and saved, and uh, I can say that they've made a big difference even the second and third time around. So anyways, that's the first thing. Uh, Then I want to talk about the taco of the week, which we're just going to say that it is cactus tacos, because I don't even know what kind of fun thing to, to give around this outside of the fact that one day I looked and there was cactus in the fridge, and my dad was like, we're going to make cactus tacos. And I was like, all right, sounds good. I come home and he's got cactus fried up and I'm like, I'm here for it. We paired it with some delicious spicy pico de gallo. Guys, it's pretty darn good. So if you are interested in trying out that taco and seeing what in the world does cactus taste like, how do I fry it up and make it in a healthy, delicious way, go ahead and check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. Alrighty, let's go ahead and jump on into the topic of this week, and I'm sure you're probably looking at the title of it and are like, amen, I'm ready to talk about this, or you're just like, what in the world did she mean by this? Now I'm curious and have to listen. Making the most of your pain. Essentially, what we're going to talk about today is not like physical pain, although I'm sure that your mental pain has caused physical pain in some way, shape, or form. We're going to talk about going through the thick of it, going through the rough times and just that pain that you experience. I know we've talked even about disappointment as of recent. We're just going to make this an overarching pain. I want to talk about how you can make the most of it because when we experience it, it is definitely going to test you in ways that you did not know that you could be tested. And it's also going to shift our perspectives either towards the good or towards the negative. And so how do we make the most of it understanding that we're not always going to be in a positive mindset, that there's going to be times where we're really down in the dump and that's normal. We're human. That's supposed to happen. You're not wrong if you're there, but how do we take those low moments and start to come back to like this equilibrium and make the most of it? So with that being said, I want to talk about the high from this weekend and just what's come out of that and just how I'm feeling, just to kind of set the stage for you guys and 
where the inspiration for this podcast came from. So this past weekend, I competed in a DECA Strong competition. I did the individual event in the morning, and then later that afternoon, my mom and I came back and did a team event together, which was such a cool full circle moment knowing that like a few months, or not a few months ago, a few years ago, she asked me to get off the couch to go on a nice, you know, walk on a summer day, and I was so lethargic and overweight that I couldn't even get off the couch. To then, now, a few years later, getting the chance to do and share a moment like this with her of where we're literally like dying <laughs> physically in all the best ways together and pushing each other and cheering each other on. It was just really, really cool. But anyways, I digress on that. It was just a cool moment. And I got really close, you guys, really close to qualifying for a potential um spot for the world championships in my age group. The good news is that I only have 20 seconds to shave off. I shaved off a whole two minutes from my first time. So I'm feeling really confident between now and the rest of this year up until about August timeframe that I can make it happen. So I've, I've got some time to make it happen, which is great. Um, so I, I'm coming off this weekend in a high of like, this is what's possible for me. I have so much potential. I want to go all in on the thing, etc. But what you don't know is earlier that week, I had something happen. And this honestly shook me and it's taken me a while to process and I'm still processing it as we speak. Um, And what better way to process things than come on the podcast and talk about it with you guys and what I'm learning. Last Tuesday, uh, I went and got a blood test done. So one thing that I've done for myself as of recently, because I've felt like maybe... I haven't been fueling my body like necessary as an athlete with all the different types of activity that I'm doing, even the different energy levels that I'm giving from when I'm coaching and on my feet all day and working with kids and demonstrating to all the different type of classes I teach, right? Like I just got a lot of of stuff going on that I had maybe like one to two years ago. And so I really wanted to seek professional help, someone that is way higher level than I am, especially, you know, in the sports nutrition space to just help me and take a look inside the, um, inside the tank here is what we'll call it and help me out. So she had me get some blood work done and within 24 hours, this was on Tuesday on Wednesday, I got my results back and I started looking at things and there was a lot of flags and I was like, oh dear God, I'm dying. (laughs) Especially the worst thing that you could possibly do is say, okay, what does that mean? And copy and paste it into Google. And then it literally says, well, you could be dying or you could be pregnant or you could be, you know, fill in the blank. And none of those things are great. And you're like, cool. Love that for me. (laughs) So you always have to take that stuff with a grain of salt. But I immediately texted her like, hey, Don't know if you saw my results come through. I just did. I'm a little worried. And we instantly got on a phone call later. I think it was that next day. And we talked through certain things. And essentially, um, long story short, and I'll be very honest about like what came up and just um, not that I'll share like my total personal stuff, but concerns around hypothyroidism came up um, pre-diabetic, potentially like a small chance, but it's still in the mix, autoimmune. Uh, So those three alone are like, really that that's a big pill to swallow and definitely some lifestyle changes. Although the biggest thing, and those were more at the smaller end of things, uh, the bigger end of things, just how, you know, certain things were high, certain things were low, not taking properly, things not functioning properly, things like that. Essentially what my results showed was that my body was overtrained and it's fighting back in terms of inflammation because it just, it can't catch up. It literally cannot catch up with how much I'm putting into it, 
Which is really funny because when I heard that, one, as an athlete, like when you're like on this high of like, it's competition season, we got finals, we're going to push, you know, we've got racing season coming up, all the things, that is the last thing that you want to hear because you know that that means that you're going to have to take a step back and do things differently. So that was my first thing was like, crap, this means that I'm not going to be able to train as much. I don't know what that looks like yet, but that was my first thing. The second thing was, I was like, I don't know if I necessarily agree. Like, yes, I'm up on my feet all day sometimes and doing a lot of things and giving a lot of, you know, mental and emotional energy to things. However, I feel like when maybe, like, for example, in Ninja, like, I don't give half of what I'm capable of because I'm either too tired and so I kind of get frustrated with myself and always I'm worrying, am I doing enough? All of the things, okay? Which then made me think, like, oh, well, it's probably the thought that you're not doing enough with it, which then makes you feel guilty, which then makes you probably do more than you realize. And it's just this constant negative cycle. And I'm like, good. So I probably am overtrained. <laughs> so why do I share all of this? For my fellow athletes, even just for my people that love to move um, or just people who also love to work like they're workaholics. Trust me, I've been there too. I'm still there. This stuff is real. And I hope that painting this picture to you shows you that even the best of us, for those of you, you may look up to me and that's why you listen to this podcast, we still go through a lot of these things and they don't just magically go away. And so even better reason to try and get better at tackling these situations when they come about. And so for me, the biggest pain that I'm dealing with right now is this idea of like, okay, I know that my body's not at 100%. I felt inflamed, bloated little bit of energy lack just here and there. And now I'm going to have to change up how I move. And you guys know how important movement is to me. And I'm just, I'm terrified. I'm honestly terrified. And so that is my pain that I'm currently moving through is kind of this shift and trying to understand that everything's going to be okay. So, you know, kind of fill in the blank of whatever your current pain is. I think that what it is I'm about to chat about as far as what's coming from this situation these two things, like lessons that I think that are super clear, I hope that you're able to see how they align to your pain and situation that you're going through right now and how we can flip the script to make the most of it. So two things that are coming from this are, one, you don't experience pain for your benefit, but in fact for someone else's, and I'll further explain what that means in just a second. And two, if you don't rest your body, your body will force you to rest. <laughs> Enough said on that one, okay? But in regards to the first one, what I mean by if you, I'm sorry, not if you, if the pain you're experiencing has nothing to do with you, literally nothing to do with you, has everything to do for other people or with other people. And I know that sounds a little weird, like you're probably thinking of the person who's like, yeah, I want to inflict pain on this person. And they're like sitting in their evil corner like, ha, huh, this is so fun. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is you walking through this is going to give hope to someone else. For someone who is praying on the other side and watching you, or maybe they don't even know you yet, they're literally sending a prayer saying, I just need guidance. I need help. I need someone to show me that it's possible. And little did you know that you were that person. I didn't know that I would be that person for hundreds of people when I decided to leave the toxic relationship and go and lose weight. I had zero clue. In fact, I was not thinking about anyone. I was just thinking about... How in the world am I going to just feel better and actually live my life and actually not be on this damn couch so much just crying and lethargic? Like, that's what I was thinking about. And so little did I know that those 
steps of action and my biggest decision became the hope for so many other people. And now that I'm looking at this situation, I'm like, holy cow, like this is incredible. I get to do it again, but at a completely different level. And this is kind of where I want you to start leading your thought processes is kind of feeding off of what I'm saying right now, which is one, that in order to have success, you must walk through the pain. So I, again, I'm seeing this situation as a gift from the universe that it feels that I'm finally ready to take on this challenge to level up. Because here's the thing, you guys, is at the end of the day, like where I'm at now in my journey, I want to become an elite athlete so I can help other elite athletes. Well, I look at it as like, well, I had to lose weight to help other people lose weight. So this is the perfect situation for me to be in because I got to imagine there's so many other athletes out there that are overtraining. There's so many athletes out there that are struggling with body image. There's so many athletes out there that are struggling with just the way that I've been feeling. And just these questions of like, am I doing enough? Am I enough? Will I ever make it? And the fact that I get this gift to walk through this and one day pay that forward to that person that's going to desperately need my help, it makes me feel so much more empowered about the situation at hand. And I hope that you can flip the script for you to see that in your own light in whatever situation you're going through. Um, But it's tough sometimes, right, to see this as this way. And so here's my recommendation for you is to start by going back to certain situations just like I did and looking for the proof. So for example, again, I just went back to my situation about the weight loss and how that experience, although it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, now I'm able to help hundreds of people change their life too. What have you walked through, whether it's a similar situation or not, what have you walked through that not only shows you that you can walk through tough things, that you are more than capable of handling this situation, but also like, what did you gain from it? What is the proof that it's 100% worth it at the end of the day? I think we have to get a, a lot better at going back and celebrating those things and looking for the proof to kind of give us that energy and emotion of like, you're freaking right, because that's where the action is going to start coming from. And that first step is so important. And then from there, what I recommend is that you ask yourself, why will walking through this specific situation, like what will it allow for me to gain? For me, like I said, I want to work with elite athletes. So by walking through this, I get to help this other person one day. I don't know who that is. (laughs) And uh, that's going to be really valuable experience to be like, I know exactly how you feel. I felt this too. Here's how I got past it type situation. So what is it that you will tangibly gain from it? And I think between the proof and what you'll gain, Those two things are going to allow for you to at least see the situation in a completely different perspective, okay? So that's what I will say about the first one is that pain sometimes has nothing to do with you, although I agree that you're going to learn a lot about yourself and you're going to learn to love yourself through the process too. Um, But it's, again, so much more about what you will gain and how you will use what you gain to help other people and create impact in the world. The second thing is if you do not rest, your body will force you to rest. I think that one's pretty cut and dry and clear. But this isn't just physical rest, this is also mental and emotional rest, and I think it's just as important to recognize these things. And so I just have a few things I want to mention for you guys just to check on these things and just do a great inventory just to check in on what it is I'm about to say. So physical, if you do work out, um, do you have rest days? Do you have rest weeks? I think I mentioned this last week uh, just in regards to 
game day mindset and not only like, you know, my fun little motivational talk at the end, but how do you get prepared and make sure that you're not overdoing it, which is funny that we're having this conversation now, (laughs) is I mentioned about, uh, you know, how you train up to leading up to game day events, but specifically that point where I mentioned that every fourth, maybe sixth, eighth week at most, right, that you take it some sort of deloading week, which is an active recovery, a rest week, you have to have those days built in, not only from, you know, a weekly and monthly perspective, but even weekly perspective, right? The weekly perspective being, do you have one day where you do close to nothing? And I don't mean like you have to be like a complete couch potato and sit on your butt the whole day, but like where you don't do any sort of physical activity at all. And do you maybe have one day where you're doing something more light or low impact, like active recovery, like a yoga or a Pilates or a walk? I can tell you right now that my schedule is going to change by a lot. I know I am not quitting Ninja. That would probably make me die and fall apart. Um, But just to kind of give you an idea for those of you that are curious, that feel like you yourself might be overtraining and want to have some insights into low impact training, I am going to be posting a lot more about it on my social media because that's what I do is I share my journey and hope that it resonates with the people that I go through uh, this with. But if you feel like you need more help on that, you could either reach out to me or, again, kind of watch my social media and see what it is I'm doing. But at a high level, I essentially am doing very friendly activities like Pilates, yoga, cycling, light walks, hikes, potentially um, rock climbing as well, too, can be low impact if you do lower grades and you're obviously not dinoing and jumping everywhere. Um, I still plan to obviously do a little bit of DECA training and a little bit of trail running and a little bit of weightlifting here and there, as well as ninja training. And those are going to be more like for ninja, for example, I'm going to be practicing more agility or things that are lower impact. Like I'm not going to be doing a ton of like super hard strength-based moves. Um, It's just going to be like, can I get things maybe a little bit speedier or more efficient? Probably honestly more on the parkour end, if we're being honest. So that is that side of it. For DECA, I have my next DECA strong event at the end of June. So I've got some time there, which I'm really thrilled about. But I also have Spartan, my very first Spartan race at the beginning of June. So trail running needs to be a thing, but I'm only going to do anywhere from maybe one to two miles at most and take it at my own pace. Uh, In addition to maybe just like some light hikes um, flopping out, you know, between that every other week or so. So that way I'm still in the trails and getting that feeling underneath my feet and building up that certain sort of endurance that comes with trail running, but not the full on I'm running six, seven, eight miles like you would in a normal race, if that makes sense. Um, And then again, just weaving it in with those other little things, really putting a focus on some of those lower impact activities to the point where I am taking one day where I do absolutely nothing and then one day that's only focused on mobility. Um, And then the rest of those days are kind of weaved in where I have a strength day and then I have all cycling and Pilates the other day. So it's not that I'm not moving. It's just, it looks a lot different. And if you guys know me, like weights, they could basically be attached to my hands. (laughs) I love weights. I love heavy lifting. But in order for me to get back to 100 and hopefully shave those 20 seconds off my time that I need to do, I, I, I got to do this for myself. And I think that's one of the biggest things, you guys, is I asked myself, will I take a hit? Will I be doing enough? Like, will my results suffer? And I have to go back and think, well, I'm not performing at 100% already because my body is literally so tired that it can't. 
So if I let it fuel back up the tank to 100, imagine what I can do. And it's funny, anytime that I've taken like a week or off so because I've been like traveling off of Ninja, I come back and I am a beast. And so I'm leaning into that. I'm really trusting that that's the case. And so again, just a lot of interesting little chatter there, but hopefully you got something out of at least the physical piece of what I just mentioned. The mental piece is check in on whether or not you have quiet time to yourself built into your day. Um, are you making too many decisions during the day and how can you better manage that? Like I know for me, I probably make a million thousand kajillion. It's not even a real number because it's truly an absurd amount of decisions. I think by simply planning your day the night before and kind of doing that brain dump the night before and waking up and instantly reviewing that so that way you're not like, okay, where am I again? Like, what am I supposed to be focusing on? And then you all of a sudden find yourself in a scroll at 5 a.m. in the morning when you're waking up. Like, guys, the best thing you can do is brain dump at the end of the day and then revisit that at the morning to make sure that your energy and efforts are aligned to the right things and so that you don't get this decision fatigue. I've actually done a podcast on that so you can go back to later episodes and find that. But decision fatigue is real. And if you saw my cortisol levels, like how stressed I am, not just in the morning, but in the PM, oh dear God, that's, that's something else. Okay. My body has been underneath a lot of stress mentally, physically, and emotionally just from how hard I work. So that is something I'm really going to dial in on. And then the other thing is, do you have your focus on too many things? And this again, I had to make some tough decisions as far as like, okay, right now, my season of life and what it is that I feel most pulled to is DECA. And therefore, I'm going to go all in on DECA in the right way, which means that I'm probably only going to do like one, maybe two Spartan races this year, which also means that ninja-wise, like it's not that I don't want to be the absolute best of the best, but I'm not going to kill myself anymore to try and, at least not in this season of life, to try and keep up with the professional competitors that I compete against. Um, I'm going to do it more for enjoyment, more for fun, which is quite honestly, I think, the way to do it, and that's how it should be in the first place. Um... But anyways, that is that. So all of that being said, I hope that you got something out of that. And whatever your situation is, I think if anything, this is a wonderful season of life to be exactly where you are and actually enjoy it and acknowledge it and celebrate the heck out of that. Like right now I get to celebrate that (laughs) I've done so many incredible things with my body and that now I finally feel ready to take this next step and truly understand what it means to take care of my body at this whole new level and what that means to me in the future and to my future self and the future people that I'll coach and love and take care of. Like, I'm getting more excited and excited about it. Um, and I can't wait to share more of the journey with you. So with that being said, you guys, thank you so much for showing up for yourself today. Go check out that taco. I promise it's interesting and super freaking delicious. And until then, go share this episode with someone that you feel desperately needs to hear these words. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco Better Tuesday. See you then.